0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Nokia Today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us here for this episode of the show. Today, we are joined by David Eckert, and he's going to be telling us a little bit more about some of the big trends, giving us a state of the industry right now as we come to the end of 2021 and begin to look ahead to 2022. David is the VP of Strategy and Technology of North America for Nokia. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining
1: us. Thanks for having me. uh, Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, we're thrilled to have you on the podcast today, David. And uh let's start off here. Let, let's get to know you a little bit better as we we kick off this podcast episode. Tell us a little bit more about uh how you got into the strategy uh kind of area of the business and tell us a little bit about your career path and what you do on a day-to-day basis.
1: Sure. Th- thanks. Uh I'd be happy to do so. Uh yeah, so I've been uh with Alcatel, Alcatel Lucent and of course now Nokia for for many years. Uh I came out of college uh um as a, you know, as as a new grad. So I guess you could say I've been with this company for my, most of my, uh, all my career. Um, But I would say that uh, I've I've journeyed through the, uh, through this company, I've journeyed through the industry, um, starting off as doing, uh, say at the bits and the bytes, uh, doing ASIC design, doing uh, uh, a lot of the the, the chip design for uh, the key technologies around fiber access products. So, I started off at Alcatel doing, um, you know, fiber to the home. Uh, I actually did chipsets for fiber to the home, and over time, I I kind of started seeing the same story over and over again, as you could say, of looking at how uh, you know designing these uh, these different chips. And so I decided to actually do more and more of uh, system engineering, uh, moving up into uh, uh, looking at the bigger and bigger picture of what the network looks like. And so from there you know, distance engineering, and then became CTO for Fixed Networks. And then just recently over this past year, uh, became the, the CTO for North America. So always had a, had a passion for understanding how technology works, how technology is applied uh, to the lives, you know, of, of my own personal life, to my family, and of course, to my uh, customers. Uh, and so very exciting, very, uh, it's a, you know, interesting to see how this evolved. And, uh, and so, yeah, definitely. Uh, and been enjoying, it been drinking from the, from the fire hose in this, in this new position, but uh, in, in incredible times. This is a very unique time uh, in the history of our industry about the, the amount of changes that we see happening um, and the opportunities that are out there to not just develop the network or to, to actually be part of this evolution of the network, but really look at what we're enabling uh, our customers and their customers to be able to bring to the market. So. Um, Super excited about so what, what, what's getting ready to happen or what's what's happening. In, and uh, um, so, yeah, so that's uh, kind of an, an, in a nutshell of, of how I've gotten to, to this point.
0: Great stuff. Great stuff. And you mentioned, you know, just what an incredible time this is in the industry. Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, give us kind of um, your state of the market right now, your current state of affairs. Uh, just get, give us a broad overview of kind of what you're seeing these days uh, in a market that that is, um, you know, just a, in, a, in a vastly different place than it was uh, just even a few years ago.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I, I think what you see happening right now is uh, a, a lot of different uh, entry or new, new players coming into the market. Um, you know used to be in the past uh, you could actually look at the network and it was kind of like a um, you know a, a very nice layered you know cake where each of the different layers had their own set of responsibilities uh, whether it be the you know the chipsets the components that uh, that would go into these products then you would have the product uh, uh, the developers who created these products uh, be it you know routers or radios or fixed access gear, Um, and then from there, you'd have the service providers. And service providers always owned that customer relationship. They were the ones who truly were providing that service to to their end customers. But over the last, you know, since, you know, we'll we'll call it uh, the over-the-top, the the Netflix or the iPhone age, you know, when this decoupling started to actually happen uh, and services started coming over the top of these networks, these, you know, nice, uh, we'll say uh, layers of this cake started to really uh, become a lot more interconnected. Uh, and so what we see happening today is is exactly that. We're seeing, uh, you know, chipset companies, optic companies, radio component companies, you know, trying growing into the, the, the uh, network infrastructure space. At the same time, you have, uh, you know, uh, server companies, you know, looking to, you know, move into uh, providing more and more uh, of this hardware functionality in the form of software running on their, uh, on their servers. And, um, and, of course, at the same time, you have the, the guys, the web skill companies who are looking to, you know, move more and more of these workloads, you know, from, you know, uh, from, from everywhere, uh, including, uh, you know, these infrastructure, uh, the, the, the service provider space moving these workloads, you know, directly onto their, uh, onto their clouds. And then from there, those clouds are continuing to move, you know, deeper and deeper into the network it's, it, itself. So again, all these players and, 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 what's, what's truly unique is, you know, you're starting to see some of this decoupling happening. Um, and with that degree of decoupling uh, there's additional concerns uh, that, that come up in terms of reliability um, in terms of security uh, in terms of, you know, making, you know, who's actually going to make all the stuff work. Uh, so I think, you know, that's, you know, one of the really, you know, interesting things that we you know Nokia are working with our partners on and working with our customers on is how do we actually bring all these pieces together? How do we actually make them work so that they get the benefits of performance and speed, but they also get the, the, the benefits of all the scalability, all the benefits of, of, of 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 uh you know what, what cloud has it to offer in terms of actually centralization of some of these of uh, these different resources and so forth but at the end of the day it's you know the the big challenges that we see happening uh you know in this space is truly you know who actually owns that in in uh, customer and um you know that that to me is where a, a, still a lot of debate uh, is still going on uh because um you know, in the past, these service providers were the ones who truly owned the, those end customers. Now with, with the web scale companies coming in, uh, you know, companies such as, uh, you know, Amazon and Microsoft, and they all have a, a huge and immense suite of, of, uh, of resources, of, of applications and tools that they're now, you know, opening up for others to actually build upon. Um, and I think that's, uh, you know, is what's different to today and what's unique um, you know, with the space is that you know those tools are actually opening up lots and lots of uh, opportunities for 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 new innovations and new uh, products to actually come into this market. So um, again, it's it's a, a lot of uh, a lot of things happening, a lot of cross pollination happening across all those layers of the cake. Um, and uh, and again, you know, here at Nokia, that's one of the things we're working with uh, all these different partners up and down the chain. Uh, to be able to, again, support these new applications that are coming up the market.
0: You know, David, one of the things that, that we've heard quite a bit throughout this time has also been just how quickly things have changed and moved and and the rapid speed of innovation. What does that look like from your perspective? Ha- has innovation sped up in recent years uh, from where you sit uh, there at Nokia?
1: You know, I think, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a really good question. I mean, I think for me, innovation, you know, it, it really comes down to uh you know how well how you know how well you do teams companies uh in 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 some cases individuals actually bring things together and actually uh bring them to market because again there's lots of great ideas there's lots of uh of, of, of of efforts to to bring those things together but it's really to bring them to market and actually to be able to execute on them. I, I think this, you know, speed of innovation. I mean, we can debate. Uh, there's there's arguments for both if it's speeding up or if it's slowing down. Because again, you hear about the, you know, the, the productivity growth uh, slowing down, but then at the same time you see what's, you know, all these different uh, things coming to the market. I think one thing I definitely would agree on is the the pace of uh, of acceptance of innovation, uh, the acceptance of new technology uh into this space is, is is just phenomenal and it just continues to keep, to keep going faster and faster i mean um i remember reading a, i think it was a new york times article uh many many years ago actually about just the speed of which uh, the adoption of these new technologies these new services uh you know that consumers are actually bringing uh you know that they're adopting uh so if you look at uh, you know things like you know let's say the radio or the tv uh or even the automobile uh how fast the the, the 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 so those adoption curves were versus things like you know the internet, uh you know, uh smartphones, uh, you know, uh, you know, VR, uh, those curves are very, very steep, very, very fast. Uh and I think that to me is the one thing that I see very uh see different is, is that the speed of which um new products and technologies are being adopted you know by consumers by the industries and even to some degree you know the regulators which you know usually aren't the fastest but those are some of the ones that we you know it's you know they're having to play catch up you know they're always having to play catch up sometimes uh with these these new technologies so um but yeah i think uh you know we're going to continue to see you know for me innovation is really this kind of you know the meeting of all these different uh uh, fields and, and I think if you look at yes you know, everything from healthcare uh, you look at uh, automotive look at uh, energy um, it's when these you have these intersection points of of uh, uh, you know of all these different technologies coming together that then spur or, or different bring, bring new you know new products to the market i think uh, again is is really what's 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 interesting so um yeah i, I think uh, the The adoption of of these new technologies is is so much faster at the same time I would say you know one of the challenges we have, and you know i've I've seen it you know written about so many times, but it's one that's not not you know necessarily in the front is is the obsolescence uh the speed at which you know things are becoming obsolete and you know and that debt that we, you know we have in terms of uh you know uh, you know data and so forth of how we actually plan to actually carry some of that, 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 you know, those, you know, those, those, there's things forward in time. Uh, I just look at, you know, I can go to my, my, you know, uh, you know, my, my cabinet over here and look at all the DVDs and all the CDs that I have and, uh, and, and, and even VHS tapes. And, uh, I no longer have a VHS, uh, uh, a player any longer. So, it, you know, we have to also plan for, you know, these, you know, obsolescence of these technologies, uh, and make sure we carry these things forward. Uh, otherwise we, we run the risk of losing, uh, all that wonderful digital data that we've created uh, over, over these years.
0: I'd never really thought about it that way. But you're right. Uh, a lot of people do have uh, towers of DVDs in their homes that uh, rarely get pulled off of the shelf anymore. And that's, that's a really interesting way to think about it. So with all of that being said, and with the speed of innovation and all of the different things that we've talked about so far, what obstacles or hurdles still exist when it, that, that need to be navigated to continue you know, progressing with this technology and continue moving us forward? What sorts of things still maybe stand in our way that need to be overcome?
1: yeah i know i think you know the obsolescence piece is obviously one of those big obstacles that we have i think the other obstacle we have especially as a as a, as a company and uh and i think any large company uh you know we have to go through is um you know kind of with, with the innovators dilemma i mean of of being able to figure out uh how do we address you know disruptive technologies versus the sustained technologies i think this is one where uh, you know, the industry as a whole, uh, for some of these inter- new entrants coming in, there's obviously disruptive technologies that, that they're, they're bringing. Um, but, you know, to be able to to, to get the scale and, and so forth, uh, you know, they, they, you know, large companies have to be able to bring, uh, you know, bring this to market, help you know, bring it to scale. I think that's one of the other big challenges we have. Um, I, I mentioned, uh, touched on, on, on regulation, uh, you know, the speed of which, you know, our regulatory uh, bodies can, can move at. Uh, you know, one of the examples we have right now that's going on, you know, with, with 5G is, uh, between the FAA and the FCC. And again, very, uh, you know, important, uh, you know, debates going on, uh, because again, you know, we want to make sure that there's, you know, flight safety is, is critical, but at the same time, we also want to bring new technology to market. So there's these, you know, push and pulls that we have to, to work through, you know, with, uh, with the industry, with uh, other industries, because again, as I mentioned before, these innovations it's, the, it's these intersection points of all these different uh, technologies that really truly bring value and, and bring these new products to the market. Um, but again, that's a that's, that's a big hurdle we've we've got to look at. Um, and then it, I think the other big part, you know, part of it is is, is actually the acceptance by industry uh, of these new products. I think consumers are are willing to uh, pay for the next big uh, bright shiny thing. Uh, I think the big challenge is actually, you know, getting uh, industry as a whole to be able to, to, to adopt them and to, to change. I mean, unfortunately, we've had to go through this pandemic where, you know, we've been talking about telemedicine and telehealth and work from home and so forth for, for many, many years. But it really, unfortunately, took, you know, uh, uh, you know this, this pandemic to really move uh, these things into the forefront of, of being fully accepted by, you know, by, uh, by the industry uh, and even the community, you know, even the, the general populace as, as, as well, but truly by the industry that these were things that, uh, that we can do with the technology we actually have. So, um, yeah. So I think, you know, some of the, the, the bright sides of, of what we see happening from, from this pandemic have actually helped shown that, that we can bring these technologies, these innovations into the market and actually be successful and continue to keep, uh, keep moving forward.
0: Uh, I've really enjoyed just getting your your high level thoughts over the the current state of the industry right now. Do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to leave our listeners and viewers with here today? Um, here as we wrap up this conversation, anything either that we haven't touched on yet, or just that you think that people need to remember as we walk away from uh, from our episode today?
1: Yeah, no, I think you know. Again, thank you for having me. It's uh, I've really enjoyed uh, you know sharing some of my my thoughts. Uh, um, but I, what I would say is is you know, I I think if I look at all the different technologies, again, across the different industries, uh, in terms of what we're doing here at Nokia to to bring these things to the market, uh, I'm really, you know, shocked or really just excited, I should say, I shouldn't say shocked, but really excited to see this intersection of all these different technologies and how we're gonna bring this uh, to the industry. And I think uh, if I look at what's what's to come, uh, you know, from, you know, AR, VR, XR, uh, to what the enterprise uh, what, what they're going to get uh, with five G and five G advances as we as we look you know a couple of years down the road it's 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 really going to be breathtaking to see some of the applications and and, and services that uh, we're going to help enable uh, in the coming years.
0: Excellent stuff, David Eckert of Nokia. David, thank you so much for joining us here thank today you. on the Nokia Today podcast and uh, sharing your insights and expertise. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of Nokia Today. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the podcast. But for more, you can always go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe to the Nokia Today podcast to stay up to date with the latest in these leaders in technology and uh, and keep following what they're doing and so, so much more. We also have our Women in Technology series on there as well if you want to dive into more episodes of the show. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the podcast. But for this one today, for my guest today, David Eckerd, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.